It's Monday, February 27th. Today, why some people are calling TikTok's new ad placement the return of irritating banner ads. Also, digital audio spend grows more in budget share. Apple's plans to offer ads on streaming TV. Why the same three words are taking over LinkedIn. And Snapchat is the latest to dive into the AI chatbot trend. I'm Todd Maffin. That's ahead today in digital marketing. TikTok's hyped up new ad format might need some work. The platform has been testing new ad formats like on-screen stickers for the Super Bowl and TikTok Trivia, a live-streamed event with cash prizes. Instead of ads appearing alongside videos in a feed, the new ad sticker appears for all users in a region at the top left of the screen while they're watching videos and clicking on that sticker takes people to the event page. The sticker can be moved around or removed by tapping the X next to it. The stickers and event pages are some of the most coveted ad placements that the company has recently done for ad partners. However, Insider Intelligence reported today that in terms of user experience, some people think the ad format has a long way to go. According to the report, on the screen of a mobile device, stickers block a significant portion of the screen by default. And when users try to tap the X, sometimes it ends up loading the promotional page unintentionally. Business Insider suggests that this, combined with TikTok occasionally prompting users with a massive trivia pop-up when opening the app, means that stickers have created a rather annoying advertising experience, reminiscent of early internet pop-up ads and hard-to-close banners. That said, the new ad format is still in its infancy, so there's still time to work out the kinks. Until those kinks are ironed out, you may want to consider holding on to those ad dollars. While we're on the topic, the Canadian government today became the latest jurisdiction to ban TikTok from all government-issued mobile devices. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau said, quote, As government takes the significant step of telling all federal employees they can no longer use TikTok on their work phones, many Canadians, from business to private individuals, will reflect on the security of their own data and perhaps make choices. Despite a slowdown in the ad market, digital audio ad spend topped over $220 million in Australia. A report published yesterday from the Interactive Advertising Bureau found digital streaming attracted over 60% of spend, while podcasting accounted for nearly 40% of total digital audio spend. Overall, digital audio accounted for 5% of the total digital ad market in Australia. As a result of strong growth in listener numbers and advertising, Analysts predict that digital audio growth will continue throughout the year. Meanwhile, Amazon, struggling with slow growth, is doubling down on same-day delivery even as it continues to cut costs across the company. The Wall Street Journal reporting that the e-commerce giant is expanding its services structured to deliver packages to customers in less than a day. One of the keys to Amazon's ultra-fast delivery strategy is its network of warehouses the company calls same-day sites. According to Amazon, new locations for same-day sites recently opened in Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Phoenix. The company declined to reveal exactly how many same-day sites it has. By pushing same-day delivery, the report suggests that Amazon is looking to use its logistics network to compete with retailers like Walmart and services like Instacart, which also provide quick shipping options. Analysts say the service could help it retain Prime customers. Amazon's fast shipping service can also add fees for small orders. While these deliveries can arrive in a matter of hours, 
The company charges members of its Prime subscription service a fee of $2.99 per order if they don't meet a $25 minimum. The cost of fast shipping can, of course, be costly. According to a logistics and distribution consulting firm, last-mile delivery costs can be around $3.30 a package, on average, compared with $1.75 at traditional fulfillment sites. This firm also added that using same-day sites can eliminate other costs that apply to the company's standard fulfillment system. With its latest move, Apple could be bringing more ads to its TV Plus service. The company's hired a TV ad executive to create a product for showing ads on its streaming service. This according to a recent report from The Information. Prior to joining Apple, this executive worked for the digital video ad company Simul Media and held previous positions at Comcast and AT&T. As The Verge points out, the company's been increasingly relying on ads to boost revenue. Last year, it added new ad placements in the App Store and reportedly wants to bring ads to maps, books, and podcasts. So it's not surprising that ads are coming for TV Plus as well. At this point, it's pretty common for streaming services to add a cheaper ad-supported tier which could be another way for Apple to bring in new subscribers. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the finance world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. If you like the format of this podcast, you will love theirs. It's packed with information, but it's brief. Last week, they had a great rundown on car prices, not just the numbers, but why car prices moved, how weather affects that market. It was super interesting. They also cover things like boosting your credit score, putting money away for retirement, saving on travel, and so on. So yeah, listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. Putting our podcast and newsletter together can get complicated. We had show notes in one place, interview coordination in another, brainstorming somewhere else. It's easy to lose track of the big picture when you have to open a new window for every detail. With Miro, you can bring everything and everyone together in one place. Consolidate different points of view and increase team collaboration all on one centralized board. For instance, we used Miro to figure out the right flow for our newsletter automations. It let us get our team all contributing, including our ad agency people, and saved us a ton of time. And its new AI tool, which summarizes and clusters information automatically, was a game changer. Find simplicity in your most complex projects with Miro. Your first three Miro boards are free when you sign up today at Miro.com slash podcast. That's three free boards at Miro.com slash podcast. Maybe you've seen these three words on a LinkedIn post recently, commenting for reach. Some people believe that just adding those three words on a LinkedIn post could help a brand or business get a new client or even help someone land a new job. The Wall Street Journal recently reported on why the phenomenon is currently taking over the professional network, which has been partly triggered by a wave of tech sector layoffs. The phrase's purpose is to do exactly what it says, boost the reach of a post by racking up comments. Most commonly, it's used when someone writes about losing a job and professional acquaintances respond with commenting for reach to help recruiters and other contacts discover the post. Quoting the Wall Street Journal, writing commenting for reach is no lazier than clicking a like button or sharing an emoji. 
It's arguably just as substantive as other boilerplate comments such as love this and totally agree. What sets commenting reach apart from other low-effort reactions, however, is the nakedness of the ploy. Someone who leaves only a heart shape or yes in the comment field may be trying to draw attention, but the motive is politely concealed by a sentiment. A person who writes commenting for reach doesn't even pretend to be driven by anything other than helping a post go viral, unquote. All that said, though, let's not forget that most platforms, and probably LinkedIn included, would consider asking for these comments as inauthentic engagement. So while it's not a bad thing to do for your friends, it's probably not a trend you'd want to follow for your brand. And that will bring us to the lightning round. Snapchat is rolling out its very own chatbot, powered by OpenAI's ChatGPT. The bot is named MyAI and will be pinned to the app's chat tab above conversations with friends. At launch, it will only be available to premium Snapchat Plus subscribers with plans for expansion in the future. TikTok has introduced new brand safety partners. According to the company Double Verify, Integral Ad Science and Zephyr are now the company's first group of badged measurement partners with a new focus on brand safety and suitability. U.S. ad spend declined for the seventh consecutive month in January, down 6% year over year, according to the latest report from the U.S. ad market tracker. The decline reflects a particularly tough comparison with January 2022, which was up over 20% compared to the year previous. Chipotle has succumbed to TikTok influencers. Fajita quesadillas will be added to its menu after becoming a viral menu hack created by a pair of influencers, which presented a challenge for the restaurant chain because it was not actually on the menu. But it will be now for a limited time. And finally, well, here's something ChatGPT and Bard can't do. A new bot in town with warm, moving silicon lips that let you smooch over the internet. The device is advertised as a way to let long-distance couples share real physical intimacy. It can also transmit the sound <laughs> that the user makes while kissing. Users will need to download a mobile phone app and plug their device into their phone's charging port. After pairing with their partners in the app, couples can start a video call and then pucker up. No word on what, if any, data it collects. So I rage quit Overwatch for the last time. I actually rage uninstalled it. I got back into Rainbow Six Siege, which I loved and continue to love, actually. It's a great game. I finally I did it. I bought the Battle Pass for four seasons, which cost like $60. And what do you get for that investment? Skins, which are basically costumes that you put on your characters. Yes, it turns out, when it comes to video games, I am a 12-year-old. I'm Todd Maffin. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow. Put it on my tab. Uh -huh. Shorty so bad and I'm using cash. Okay. Buy the whole bar, not few I have. Few I have yes. a good time when I'm moving past. Running through the bags, we doing that. It's off the rip. Put it on my tab and it costs a tip. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.